Hi everyone, I'm your host Valeria and this is the Hackademics podcast. In this podcast, we get students and professionals talk about their experiences in hackathon culture. Here you can expect to learn about the amazing people hackathons produce as well as good people behind them. Today we have Grace Ma, a fourth year Waterloo student who just finished her Facebook product design internship here with us. And we are gonna talk about designing for hackathons and designing at the hackathons. Hello Grace, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us. I'm good, I'm really glad to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> it's nice to have you, yeah, thank you. Before we get started, would you tell a little bit about yourself? So you did a pretty good job introducing me initially. I guess what I'll add on is that I guess I've always been like creatively inclined. So I got into like art and design like pretty much in high school. And then when I discovered hackathons in my first year of university, that kind of introduced me to the tech industry. And I also took a course on UX design and that's kind of how I dived in. <laughs> yeah, sounds very interesting. Would you talk a little bit about your studying in Waterloo, what your program you're taking right now? Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm in a program called Global Business and Digital Arts. Um, it's a relatively new program and it focuses on like multi multidisciplinary areas of both business and digital arts, as the name suggests. So you, we learn things like graphic design, uh, videography, photography, pretty much like a wide range of digital media type of creative topics. And I think that you have a focus on user experience design or product design. There's some courses about that as well. So that's kind of how I got started. Yeah, that's a very broad program. Honestly, I can assume you're studying a lot of different things. As you mentioned before to me, hackathons introduced you to a tech culture. So what was your first hackathon? Did you enjoy it? How was it? Yes. So my first, the first hackathon I ever went to was um, in January or I think, no, it was March 2018. It was a hackathon called Starter Hacks, which took place at, like, on campus at the University of Waterloo. I really had a lot of fun. It was such an interesting experience because you're, you're in this venue with so many other people and everyone's really driven and motivated to kind of build something cool and like just to learn and meet people. It's such a productive and enthusiastic environment that like kind of made me fall in love with kind of like the culture. I know people have like kind of opinions about that whole thing, but regardless. <laughs> so that was my kind of first introduction to working with de de developers as well. And it was cool seeing how I had to change the way I communicated in order for, because we can't really use design lingo when you're talking to developers who may not understand it. So it was cool kind of gaining communication skills that way, working with developers and also get, trying my hand out at product design like as a whole and seeing how fast the progress is from an idea to like something that I pitched in front of judges towards like the end of the 24 hours I was there. Yeah, so you touched the topic of communication. I believe that's a very difficult topic and I honestly can relate. How is it different from communicating to a designer and developer? I think it's, I can't really pinpoint an exact example, but I think in, within any profession, like every profession has certain lingos and terms that they use that it's kind of like an inside joke that you can't really just tell someone and they'll understand it right away. So you kind of have to filter it and rephrase it in a way that's very easily understood by the party that you're talking to. Tell us a little bit about how is it different to talk to a designer and developer during the hackathon? How 
how's the process is different. And I know lots of people consider a hackathon as an event for developers, but I know that lots of designers still believe that their presence there is as much important as a developer's presence and their input. Do you agree with the statement? What do you think about this kind of social inequality in this way? So I, I do think that, I guess, when they first started out, hackathons were, were very much more veered towards engineers and developers. It was much more technical. But I think as the years progress, even for from when I first started attending hackathons to now, like when I go to hackathons now, there's a lot more of a design presence. And it's, it's the, the, the inequality, as you say, is slowly getting better. I think that the design perspective in hackathons is really, really important because I think with any product, a product in itself has to be designed well for it to be a good product, which is why there are so many companies out there now that really value product design. And it's really important process of the product development lifecycle or just building a product in general. And I think, at least in my experience, when I attend hackathons, having a really nicely designed visual to show judges is kind of an advantage, especially if you know you're you're hoping to win something. And it shows that team was thoughtful about why they created this certain product and how it would solve a problem. Because product designing essentially is problem solving. And just to speak a bit more to communication between developers and designers, it's kind of like how if you were a developer, you would say, "Oh, we need to build." in this framework using like React components and et cetera, et cetera. Like those are type of terminologies that maybe a designer who isn't familiar with tech terms would understand. So if I say, oh, we're going to create wireframes first and then build a design system, create hi-fi mockups, that type of thing is not something a developer would understand either. So it's kind of changing those terms into something that's more understandable. And that's something I definitely learned participating hackathons, working with people, not just from dev backgrounds, but like maybe business backgrounds as well, just different people in general. I do agree with you that picking a right language to talk to someone is pretty important. So we learn a lot of things during the hackathons and it's great that you mentioned communication. What was your different lesson that you learned at the hack? Oh, I think there's a lot of things. One one thing that just came to mind, I think is, I want to say, I don't think networking is the biggest term, but putting yourself out there. Personally, I'm not a very outgoing person, pretty introverted. But being at a hackathon kind of forces you to talk to other people. You know, you have to kind of create a team with someone. And then you also have to pitch to judges. You're speaking with mentors and the sponsors as well. And you really learn how to sell yourself, like, you know, understand where your strengths are. And it really plays into communication as well. And then another thing is time management and collaboration, because you only have like 24 or 48 hours to build something worthwhile that you can show a panel of judges. And that's what, that's a lot of pressure, but I think I work really well under that type of pressure. And I think over time, I've definitely gotten better at prioritizing like tasks that I need to finish um, in order to have something ready by that deadline of 24, 48 hours. If you could just remember those few first hackathons for you, what did happen to you? So you started going to people, talking to them, talking to recruiters. It's just, I, I remember for myself, it was a big step ahead. How did it happen to you? It kind of grew over time, I guess. I, I've met so many great people who are still in my lives now, like in hackathons. My first like hackathon team, sometimes I still keep in touch with them. And then the first um, hackathon I went to, Starter Hacks, I actually ended up 
joining the organizing team for that uh, for that hackathon and definitely opened more doors for me there. But kind of how it happened was that I would meet these people. Some people would kind of be my mentors and they would say stuff like, you should really talk to the sponsors. Like you can get great opportunities talking to the sponsors. Kind of got that initial push from people around me who I've met there. When I first started out, I would have never considered talking to the sponsors because I thought they were only there to hire, you know, devs. And I was like not a developer or I didn't even know if they were hiring when I was like really like just starting my first hackathon. I didn't realize that these people were there to hire you. <laughs> just growing over time slowly by meeting new people and gaining new perspectives. That's great. You figured it, I guess. And I've heard you've been designing for a hackathon. Would you share the insights? Yes. Designing for a hackathon is pretty cool. It's kind of really fun for me, in my opinion, to kind of see both sides of it. Like, the kind of work that goes into planning these events. And it is a lot of work. I think my role in on the design team was much more focused on kind of the digital side of things. Like we made graphics for marketing and we created like an application portal and a, like dashboards for the hackers when they were signing up for our um, hackathon. But I also had insight on like all the different like parts that comes with it because there's so many like logistics that comes in with booking a venue, how many people are there going to be there, how much food do we have to order, and then making sure that security is um, is also there. And then speakers have to be invited. So we have to talk to sponsors and that's another like whole fi financial side of things. And it's it's super cool being a part of that process seeing how it works and I, I love the community as well because these people are all just there hoping to give other people a cool like learning experience um, being a part of the hackathon and and pretty much planning an event that provides opportunities to them would you say that a designer is sometimes a product manager a project manager and a content creator yeah um i think that really de like depends on like your work environment, but you can certainly wear a lot of hats because the skills that you gain being in product design can really apply to a lot of things. Not to say that you're going to be like the perfect like project manager or like the perfect marketing person, but you have the insight to kind of perform those tasks as well. Um, and I guess I'll speak a bit to more, more like work experience in this sense, because for example, if you're a product designer at a really big company, then maybe your role is less broad because you have other people who specifically hired for those roles. But if you're working in a small like, company like a startup or even, you know, something like an organizing team for starter hacks where it's, you know, you, there's, there's not a super huge team, then yes, you, you are going to be wearing different hats. And it's also cool to apply your skills in these different areas and kind of get an idea of what it's like. And when you go to hackathon, are you trying to win or are you trying to talk to people? Um, so I've been to like about 15 hackathons, I'll say, and it's really different every time. That's a big number. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of it, but <laughs> I mean, I love going to hackathons and I'm, I'm still going to continue going to them, but man, I've met people who've been to 50 plus. So, you know, 15 is kind of low compared to them, <laughs> but I'll say like, in the in general like my goal for each hackathon is different when i was first starting out it was really just to learn because i wanted to get more into like i just wanted to see these cool projects and like do one myself and participate in that i've also joined 
hackathons with a team that I built specifically for the purpose of winning because we're like we have such a cool idea I know we're gonna get like this is gonna be worthwhile let's let's aim for a prize and then other times I'll just kind of sign up sign up with my friends and we're just there for a fun time and we're just spending that weekend together like drinking a lot of Red Bull in the middle of the night and <laughs> building a cool project other times maybe I'm you know, worried about careers, and I'll also spend some of the time speaking with sponsors. So it's really a mix depending on my mood for the weekend, I guess. Hackathons, they usually provide you with such a big variety of different activities you can do. I, I don't want to sound like designers are discriminated in this society, but for the most of the time, all the workshops are more tech related just because people might be seeking more help uh, tech wise. So as a designer, what do you think the most important activity to do at the hackathon? And not just activity that is provided by the organizers, but maybe like activity inside the group, your team. Right. Yeah, I, I do see some hackathons sometimes they'll only have maybe more engineering or development centered workshops. Um, there are quite a few hackathons now where I see a lot more design events because like I said over, as the years progress design is becoming more prominent. It could also be valuable for a designer to learn a bit of code not even how to write it but just understand how it works like the logic because that way you understand the limitations and well the, pretty much the constraints and limitations that you're working with when you're designing. But Aside from workshops, there are also very fun team bonding events sometimes, uh, like social events. Some hackathons I've been to have, have board game nights, or movie nights, or th these blocks for these things. Yoga sometimes. There's also events like cup stacking, which is also just really fun. You're pretty much trying to build like a really tall cup tower. And I've seen people lift their teammates up on their shoulders in order to get that tower super high. <laughs> Within a team as well, you don't necessarily have to attend workshops together as well if like there's valuable things you could do within a team and a lot of it is just team building getting to know one another i think that's one of the values of being a hackathon you're meeting cool people people who might end up being your friends and it's it's good to take advantage of that so just socialize maybe go out for dinner or bubble tea with your team at some point you know and have you ever worked on a project with people you've never met before and you kind of got in a team during the hackathon? Yes, that was my very first hackathon. So I kind of went in there not knowing like anyone else who really, who really attended. So usually they have team formation events at the very start of the hackathon. So people who came in without a team can meet other people and, and, and create a team. They also, a lot of hackathons use Slack or Discord for that as well. So they usually have a channel for team formation. So if you're looking for people, you kind of just say, hey, what your name is, like where your skills are, and if people like are looking for someone like you to join their team, they'll reach out. How I formed my team at my first hackathon though, is just a bunch of us in a room who didn't have teams. And then they kind of just walked up to the front of the room and was like, hey, I'm looking for a team. And I'll walk up to them. I remember walking up to this group and I was like, hey, I'm looking for a team. Are you guys looking for someone? And they said, yeah. And then I we talked about what kind of ideas we wanted to do. And I agreed with the direction they were going in. And formed a team with those people. Yeah, <laughs> it's very impromptu. I think that's one of the fun parts of, of Hackathon as well. You just meet strangers and it's really cool. And how did you like it? Was it stressful? I mean, I did have to like get out of my comfort zone again and like comfort zone a bit more and kind of talk to people. I talked to more than just one person like when I was creating that team as well. So I was, I went around kind of asking people what their ideas were to make sure that I, I was kind of enthusiastic about the idea that they had. So I talked to several people and then at the end I decided with this one group who was working on a mental health theme that I really vibed with. 
So that was kind of how we formed the team. But like overall, over through the course of the hackathon, it was really cool. Some of like a lot of us were just like we're we're doing hackathons for like the first time as well. So we were all kind of experiencing the the coolness of these events together. Like, oh my God, there's free food. Oh my God, they have free bubble tea. Like it was it was great. <laughs> One problem that happened to me is that during a hackathon, design and visual representation is not the priority for the team versus functionality. Mm-hmm maybe like at the time so a lot of design work sometimes doesn't even get implemented at all can you relate to that problem oh yes i I did encounter that issue but i think there's a very easy solution in in my opinion it might not work for everyone but at hackathons there's only so much time for for something to be implemented and like it's possible that your team doesn't even have like a front-end developer or someone who's just learning front-end so they're not necessarily that good at it and i've heard other um, designers talk about this as well about how it's kind of a bit disappointing to kind of work so hard on a visual that they want to see implemented but not having that actually you know implemented but I think that's a realistic a part of being at a hackathon because again like you only have 24 48 hours there's only so much you can do but the solution that I found to this is that when you're pitching show your designs. You can't just not show the work that you've already done, especially when you've put so much work into it. It's, I think it's fine and it's actually valuable to show the judges what the North Star of your product looks like. This is the vision that we've had and your devs can still show their, the functionality because that's like part of the product as well and also valuable to the product. And I, the, I think judges do understand this. Like they understand that this is 24, 48 hours, not like a week long, two week long sprint of some sort. So they know not everything is going to be per- perfect. But if you get a chance to show judges the visuals or like the prototype, you can say that this, like, you know, there were intentional decisions made for this product and here's why we made these decisions. But here's, during the demo, you can say, but here's what we have. This is like, the main feature we've developed so far. This is such a good solution. I should probably <laughs> take a note of that. And uh, do you have a personal angle or a strategy you use when working with people as a product designer? It's very basic sprint type of methodology that I've learned over time, like through work as well. In the beginning of, of the hackathon, kind of scope out what features do we think we want to prioritize for this product? What's important to show to the judges? Then like we'll kind of all agree the devs, what the devs want to build feature wise. And then like maybe like on the front end, what that looks like for design. We'll kind of split up the features by list of priority. We'll get the, the most important things done as soon as possible and then work right down the list. So usually let's say a feature is like a website landing page, then I'll try to get that done as soon as possible so I can hand off to the developers and the developers could be working on something like backend first or like, you know, kind of setting up their dev environments. And I try to work as fast as possible so that I don't drag the, the team. And then just kind of, it's kind of like a, I don't know if this is a familiar term, but like waterfall type of sprint process where you just ship things piece by piece and collaborate that way. And in your opinion, is there a key to success to win a hackathon? Have you ever won one? 
Yes. So I've I've won awards at hackathons, not necessarily like first place, but you know. It still counts, okay. I guess, yeah, I guess I guess they count. For sure, some people's goal at hackathons is to win something, but you never really know if you will win. So I think the mindset that everyone should have going to a hackathon is that, you know, you're kind of just there to have fun, meet new people, and whether you win or not, at the end of the day, you're leaving it the hackathon with like maybe a cool new project to put on your website or if you're a developer, your your GitHub, I guess. I think for me, a successful hackathon is where I have a lot of fun and I have like a project that I am proud of at the end of it. So have you ever went to only a design-focused hackathon or you've been only to hackathons with the tech focus as well? My campus is, which is the Stratford School of Interaction Design and Business in, in Stratford, Ontario. They host a annual competition. The year I went, it was the U Experience Design Camp. So it was a completely design focused, I guess you can call it a design-a-thon. Most of the people who were attending were students um, of Waterloo and who were interested in doing design. We were given kind of like prompts slash problem statements from the sponsoring companies. And we had to, we just built design prototypes as the solution and pitched that. So there really wasn't a lot of tech focus in that, at that event. I don't think anyone coded at that event. It was like pure design, which was great. <laughs> Have you ever had any experience in designing a prototype and competing at the hackathon with people who had a working solution? Ooh, no. So I've always had devs on my team. I think it just naturally was that way because there's usually more devs than at hackathons anyway. So I always ended up with at least two. But I know there are people who've competed with just a prototype. It's a bit tricky because some hackathons do judge you on technical skill if you are aiming for some sort of prize. Having the technical aspect is important for prizes at some hackathons. But I will say there are times where I've presented prototypes in pitching because maybe we just did not have enough time to really flesh out the dev work. And this did happen once where one of the hackathons I went to, we spent so long trying to figure out the idea that we wanted to build that we never really started building until the second day, which by then was already really, really late into the hackathon. So on the dev side, it was it was very bare bones. So we kind of also presented the prototype to kind of help it to kind of show the judges what, what the intention was, essentially. What are some signs to look out for when applying to a hackathon? Do you have a personal preference or like a list of favorite hackathons? Oh, that's a good question. I don't really think I have a list preference wise something like close by because I don't want to travel too far usually. Most of the, one, the ones I've been to have been like in Ontario. I mean, generally I do prefer the hackathons that have a bit more of a design presence. So Starter Hacks was, you know, the first one I went to and the one I ended up organizing for. They're very clear that they're very inclusive. Like they have streams for devs, but they also have streams for designers and business people, students, so that people have different backgrounds. They make it a very inviting space. A lot of other hackathons are also doing that as well. And if you were to create and design your own hackathon, what would be the key things you would focus on the most? Ooh, I don't know if I have any like game-changing edge that hasn't already been done in the hackathon space. Like obviously I'm a bit biased, but I do like Starter Hack's mission statement of inclusivity. Because coming from like non-STEM background myself, 
I would love to see more people kind of get interested in tech and find opportunities for themselves to be involved, despite not knowing how to code, for example. Or even if they don't know how to code, like going to Hackathon is a great place to, to learn that, you know. Uh, it's time for us to wrap up as you've already answered all of my questions. Where our listeners can find you? I'm very open for, to people like connecting to me with me on LinkedIn. If you'd like to ask me any questions about product design or like career stuff or hackathons, I'll love to help out as much as I can. I'll also forward a Twitter link. I just started Twitter not too long ago, so I'll share that as well. Yeah, people are saying that it's a big space for designers. Yeah, I've heard people getting jobs through Twitter by like DMing people. So it's pretty big design space there too. And thank you so much for being with us. It was nice to have you, Grace. Have a good day. Okay, thank you so much.